Hello, everyone. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Connected and Committed Podcast. Yes, welcome back. Uh, it's a new place, new setting. Yeah, it's yeah. changing ever so often, to yeah. be honest. Next couple of months, the people who are watching, the location will be different. Um, but those who are listening, you, this is consistent for you. Yeah. Um, maybe the sound might sound a little different because depending on our environment. Yeah, that's fair. Hope it sounds good. Yeah. We're not too I mean, close. it's fine. We tested it out. I think it's okay. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I think these are okay. I mean, I hope they do okay because they've been, they've been, I don't know, they've been interesting. This is what we got right now. So for those who are watching, I apologize for those, like I said, those who are listening. I hope it's good enough for you. It's been the same. So if it hasn't been good, yeah, we haven't heard anything. Um, so I hope it is. Yeah. We are currently in um, Belgium right now in, at Matthew's mom's house. Mm-hmm. Um, this is our kitchen. It's a kitchen. There's a little fire going on in the background, which you guys can't see. Yeah. I'm trying to... I hope it stays on, but it's been having a hard time going. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a fire is not easy. Well, it's just... You, I don't know. I don't understand. It has, it's, it's not about the flames because the flames are big. It's about the temperature. Anyways, like it has to be really hot for the fire to be sustained. And I guess it's been having a, a hard time, but I think this time it'll be good. Sustaining fire. That's good. Yeah. It's a good transition. <laughs> Temperature is more important than flames. That's fair. Ooh. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't but, know. We're just no, making a meaning out of something. I'm making a meaning to transition to what I want to talk about today. No, but I mean, it's interesting. It's like it's like the character, the the, the um, what you don't see is more important than what you see. Mm. Because mm-hmm. you don't see the temperature, but you see the flames. Yeah. And having big flames. You think it's going to make it sustainable, but then it goes away. But it doesn't mean that like what's like deep and unseen is what actually sustains it. Whoa. Write that down. I'm kidding. No, but I, I don't know. I think that it does transition a bit in, in general for what we talk about always with like relationship anxiety and just relationships in general. We talk about that often, obviously, yeah. when it comes to just like feelings and thinking that just because we have intense feelings doesn't mean it's going to sustain a relationship. Yeah. But with what I want to talk about today, it, it's still kind of aligned. Um, so I was on Instagram and I, was, I don't even know why, but it popped up. Um, it doesn't matter really who it is, but I, but it more of the context of what was being said. Um, this person and their partner were These famous people or famous people. This person and their partner were on the couch. Like I think they're kind of giving relationship advice, but I think they don't really do this typically, but I think they're just kind of doing it for fun and just kind of making it silly. Um, and the person said, I've, I've pretty much, I think I've, I've been, I just got a divorce. I have to be married for like 20 years. How do I like do online dating? And they were kind of like, Oh no, no, like this is, this is different. And then one of the, one of the partners was like, I'm sorry, by the way, like, divorce is hard. And then the other one was like, you know what? No, congratulations. And then just kind of like, cause if you're sad, you should leave. And I, I stopped watching the video cause it, I mean, it was like a real, I don't know how long it was, but I think that that obviously made me very angry. Like it makes me super, super angry that this is what is, these people are very, very famous. Like the, everyone knows them probably, I would say at least the one of the people everybody knows. Um, um, and it's so normalized to just be like, oh, you, we celebrate divorce. Like, we celebrate it no matter what the context is. Mm-hmm. We don't even know what the context was. It could have been a good relationship, right? We, it, it could have been an unhealthy one. We don't know. But all we know is that they got divorced and the person just said, yeah. we should celebrate that. Like that's... With no context. With no context. And I think that 
honestly, after, and I'm not even bagging on Elizabeth Gilbert. I don't really know her as a person, obviously, at all. But I really love her book, Big Magic. You remember the book I talked about? I remember you were reading that. Yeah. And you you liked it. Oh, is it the one about creativity yeah. and stuff? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was good. Really good book. But she's also the person who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. Um, and, you know, that. Oh, you said that one wasn't good, though. Well, I never read it. I, I tried to okay. watch the movie, and the movie was crap, apparently. Um, but the book apparently is good. But it's it it definitely, a lot of people after reading that book was like, oh my gosh, if I'm not happy, I'm divorcing my, my person after 30 years, after 10 years, after 15 years. Like it was just very, very normalized. It kind of started a revolution of people getting a divorce, um, which I know people were getting divorced before that, but it definitely made it normalized as women. It's empowering to leave something that's no longer serving you. And I, I want to call BS on that. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, this might not be popular opinion. This might not be the cute opinion at all, but I'm not going to sit here and celebrate a divorce and think that that's just like what we should be doing. It's so specific on this or in the circumstance. Yeah. And we can't just overgeneralize the fact of like, if you're not happy, I'm making, I'm, I'm just literally attaching something to my brain saying, if I'm not happy, I got to leave. Yeah. I'm not even going to attempt to, in a sense, I might, might not even try to find a solution Yeah. because I've been unhappy for so long mm -hmm. that I'm just going to go. Well, I think, I think that's the thing is for, for me, like for, and for you too, I'm sure divorce is for like extreme, situation sure. it's like yes you know even uh with our faith like in the bible there are specific situations where divorce is uh accepted yeah um but the problem is i feel like nowadays like you said it's just because people are unhappy they think that it's time to get a divorce or like you know people fell out of love yeah. like things like that like and they think it means that that season is over or whatever. Like, and I'm like, what are you talking about? You're talking about marriage as a season. Like mm. marriage is not a season. Marriage is yeah. like, once you commit to someone in that way, you're choosing to be with them no matter the season. Mm -hmm. And marriage is like, you make one now and that's it. Like, unless those specific situations and we're talking about like cheating, we're talking about abuse, yeah. you know, like things like that. Um, I, I definitely, those are legit reasons to get a divorce. But if you're just saying like, I'm unhappy mm -hmm. or I'm not feeling in love anymore, or even like, you know, you were saying like people say, I outgrew my spouse or whatever. I'm like, well then go down a little and, and, mm -hmm. and try to figure out what's going on. You know, like wait for me to catch up. I don't know. There's, there is, um, those are opportunities to work on your marriage and make it more solid, not opportunities to leave. Yeah. Cause I feel like if you're leaving for those reasons, then you're, you're like, you were already trying to figure out how to get, leave that place. Right. You know? And I think that's what becomes dangerous because when we start to put in our mind that again, once I'm unhappy, it's time to go. We're going to try to find all the things that are making us unhappy about this relationship, right? Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, he doesn't do the dishes. Oh my gosh, like, he doesn't let me, like, spend all the money that I want. I don't know. He, like, she doesn't allow me to, you know, it's so many things. We'll start to nitpick and really hyper fixate on what's wrong. And then we're just going to end up leaving. Yeah. And I, I, like, want to tie this into relationship anxiety as well, because we've, I think there's a, there's a fear of that, right? There's this fear of, I'm going to get into a relationship mm -hmm. and then, it's gonna, it's not, gonna, it's not gonna work out, and so it's like, why would I get into a relationship? I, I pretty much my anxiety like self sabotages this relationship, and it makes me want to leave, mm -hmm. and I end up just end up not getting married at all, for example. Yeah. And when we, when we as a society normalize this divorce, like divorce, right, and celebrate all these things, 
we start to put in our mind of like, everyone's getting divorced. Like yeah. everybody thinks this is okay. What if my partner suddenly thinks it's okay? What if my partner suddenly wants to leave me because of X, Y, and Z? What if I start to want to leave my partner because of X, Y, and Z? When in reality, it's like, we got to just nip it in the butt of, it's nothing to do with kind of the overall generalization of you just get divorced because you're unhappy. You have to put in the work to be able to make your marriage work. Like you to make any relationship work. And I think if there's any part of you that doesn't see that, like it's more normalized to leave than to stay, mm -hmm. then you start to do that. Right. Like that's, that's just even, that's kind of what we do when it comes to relationship anxiety. We might know we're doing that. We think it's, we're, we're leaving for like legitimate reasons. Um, but you're kind of like training your mind to leave when things are really difficult. Yeah. You know, and it, and it kind of continues on that pattern until you get to the root of like why you're doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I, you know, I mean, my parents got divorced. So, you know, for me, like, I think that was something that a lot of people were doing around me. Um, and what do you mean? Well, it's just that it feels like it was being becoming normal, mm. you know, like, but obviously nobody expected my parents to get divorced, mm. uh, especially not us. And so that was, that was kind of a surprise because it looked, their marriage looked good, you know? Yeah. Um, so it kind of came out of nowhere, but I'm thankful that like after that I became Christian just because it did give me, um, a different perspective of what marriage is and like you know just not having divorce as an option mm. um but it was obviously at that point there was also a little like religion mixed up in that because sure. it was like oh like it's a sin you know and so i was like oh, i'm not gonna do it uh but as i grew older i also realized like oh it, like divorce is not an option not because it's a sin but because it's just not what god wants that's mm. not what marriage is intended for sure um it's intended to make one and to build a life together you know and to keep choosing each other um no matter what um and so divorce wasn't an option for me anymore like i don't even i would never even think about considering divorce mm. you know i think that if people want to get married they need to accept that it's not going to be always easy um and if like, that's why people have relationship anxiety of, you know, they're afraid of marriage. They're afraid that a lot of people are saying, are afraid to be unhappy, mm -hmm. you know? Oh yeah. Um, and For being sure. stuck there <clears throat> to be honest, like if you're unhappy, there's a, there's a lot of, you know, it's, it's a process to get to that place of being so unhappy that right. you're ready to leave your marriage. That means that there's a few steps there that you did not, a few problems that you did not address before mm -hmm. you get, you got to that point. Um, because obviously being happy, first of all, mm. being happy is not, it, should, it shouldn't rely on like your spouse. Like you should already figure out how to be happy or like content or, you know, being self-sufficient in a way before you get into a relationship. Because if you think that like the person you're going to be with is going to be the one bringing you all your emotional needs, then it's not, you're not going to be happy. Yeah. Because you're going to end up with someone who can't fill those needs. That's true. Um, now, another mm -hmm. thing, too, is you're, you have to be able to be with some, to choose someone who understands that marriage is work and it's not something to take for granted. Yeah. Because if you do end up with someone who doesn't understand that and thinks that, like, 
we're so in love, so let's get married, and that's it, then yes, you come to a point where you're going to be unhappy because that's someone who doesn't understand how how much work mm. uh, is marriage and how important it is to put effort in connecting with your spouse and choosing your spouse all the time. Yeah. No, so. that's fair. I There was something you said that I wanted to pick back up. Um, <laughs> hold on, I had it. But I, I do think that um, I like what you're saying about if you pretty much, if you find value from your relationship, you Sorry. are going to expect that person to make you happy. No, it's okay. Um, you're going to expect that person to make you happy. And I think if we're not careful and we're not aware of kind of all this, like honestly, relationships in general bring up a lot of stuff in you, like things that you didn't know that were there. And then I think marriage brings it another level that you may not have known that's there. And you kind of are consistently like you, you do have to die to your flesh. That sounds so churchy. Yeah. If you, if you go to church, I've heard that a lot, but it, I don't like that saying. I know. I don't love it either, but I have to rely on the Lord heavily in our relationship. Cause I think that if I didn't, I would, I mean, I, I do, I am selfish. Right. And I think there's times where I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> He may imagine, so I don't have to blink, blink. And I'm just like, and then I, I will, I'll feel like kind of the like vision of God being like, okay, but did you, like, do you think he intended to do that? And like, are you not going to apologize for what you did? And make okay. Like, you know what I mean? And it's, it's kind of like, I'm like, I have to not be the most important person in the relationship in order to make this work and you vice versa. Yourself. Like we have to constantly check yourself. And there's things that come up if you are, if it's if there's something in you that already believes, for example, of like, oh, no one cares about me, or no one, no one is fully ever gonna love me, and then you get married, and then like, oh my gosh, like someone actually chose me, I I I am worthy, thank you, Lord, I'm good, and then you guys get into arguments, for example, or I don't know, you have sex and it's not like the best, or things go on and like you get pregnant and your body isn't, I don't, I'm just I'm just naming situations. But those things that are already there will brim up there. It'll mm -hmm. brim to the surface. And then you're going to be like, my husband doesn't love me. And my mm -hmm. husband doesn't care about me. And I'm not happy. He doesn't make me happy. And what am I doing? Is he's, even, he's not even trying in sex. He's not even trying as a dad. He's not, you know what I mean? Like you start to build a case against this person. Yeah. But it's really based off of like, I'm sure some aspects are like, okay, you'd be accountable in this, of course. But there's it could be rooted in some things you're actually believing about yourself. And then your mind is seeing it as, your husband's against you. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that happens so much in different relationships where, as you're saying, it isn't you feeling unhappy doesn't happen overnight. It builds up over time. And if you, if you don't catch yourself right away, be like, why am I unhappy? Like when was the moment I started feeling unhappy? Mm -hmm. Was it based on this? Was it based on that? Was it, was it something we both need to work on? It's something that I need to work on, but I, there's just so many aspects of it. But I, the blanket statement of if you're unhappy, you should just leave. I don't think that that's, that shouldn't be the main focus of what we're doing, I should say. Well, I mean, that's what people who don't have a very strong character do. They give up, you know, and because you're unhappy, you give up. I mean, it's sad if that's that's how you live your life because, mm -hmm. you know, people who are like thriving and people who are successful, no matter what they do, you know, whether there's in relationships, in their marriage, in uh, their business, it's mostly people who didn't give up mm. and push through when it was hard, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and figure out, you know, what was going on. Right. Um, not people who just were like, Oh man, this is too hard. I'm just gonna, I just need to stop. Mm -hmm. I just need to give up, you know? Yeah. 
and I think obviously sometimes I'm not talking about you know relationships. Sometimes there's a time to let go, but that's for other things. <laughs> mm. For marriage, there's not time to let go. You don't, you don't let go. You don't give up. Mm. Mm-hmm. You keep pushing, and that's why for me, like <clears throat> I think the the biblical reasons for divorce are the only valid reasons. And that tells me, like, when I hear those reasons in the Bible personally, I'm like, okay, those are the only few, like, few reasons that you can get a divorce. It doesn't mean that you have to. It means it's allowed. Like, even people cheating, the Bible doesn't say, oh, you should leave. No, it, it means it's allowed to do it if, if someone cheated. Uh, but we also know people, like, marriages where that happened and people still stayed together. Yeah. And they forgave each other. And that's another level of, of love, another level of grace. Yeah. Um, and and hopefully you never have to find out yeah. <laughs> you have that level of grace yeah. and forgiveness. Um, but like for me, when I hear those reasons, I, I don't see it as like, oh, I don't have a choice. I have to s- like stay stuck with that person. For me, I see it as more if those are the only reasons where I c- that I can get a divorce, then no matter what happens in my marriage, it is possible to make it work. Hmm. I see it more as like a, an inspiration rather than like an obligation. Yeah. You know, and even like couples, you know, like your parents, they've been together for so long. And okay. I, I do want to say this because we talk a lot about how marriage is hard, is hard work and you need to like, um, you need to accept that it is going to take effort to sustain and maintain your, your marriage. Uh, I don't want to paint the picture that like marriage is this thing or like you always feel like you're working hard mm. and it's like, if you want, cause then who wants to get married? Right. That doesn't sound like a job I want to sign up for. I will say yeah, for me, marriage is mostly like fun. And then you got like a percentage that's not fun. <laughs> And not because I'm annoyed at her or whatever, but just because we're two different people, you know, we have to make it work and, and we we have conflicts sometimes, uh, but then you keep working at it and those conflicts turn into something that can actually build up your marriage and your mm-hmm. connection. Um, but I, I, I don't want to paint that picture of like, man, marriage is so much work and it's so hard. And if you want to get married, you need to accept that. I think that's something that maybe we need to talk about more. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like, because we talk about that a lot, but I also want to say like marriage is great and it's fun and it's the best thing. And I love being married. And honestly, like this life that I'm building Mm. with her is just the best thing ever. And all the things that we do together are amazing. And I'd rather be in this place than when I was single, Mm. even though I wasn't, I was not unhappy single, but I just think that where I'm at right now is better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. I think that that's good. Because I think for those who, those listening to our channel um, and who do experience relationship anxiety, I think the fear is the fact that marriage is going to be hard. Yeah. uh, That's not going to be fun and that it's, you are going to be unhappy. And that is not at all what I want to be saying. Because I think that that there is an emphasis there of you need to know that marriage, what you're going to be entering into with your partner is going to be very beautiful and is going to be very, very special and is going to be like, 
and like the best thing ever. Like mm-hmm. I love marriage. I love being married. I love having the built-in best friend. I love having somebody who I get to make really big decisions with. And I love having somebody who I can build a life with. Like it, it is, it is really, really, really beautiful. Like mm-hmm. I love it. And even if when we have conflicts, I really love our connections afterwards. Like I really, really do. Cause it matters to me. And, and the fact that you value that means a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're tall and you can reach places I can't reach. And okay. just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but I, like, I, I do, I really, really value marriage and, um, and I, I want you to value that too. And I want you to value that where you, where you can go with your partner is incredible. And when you have that, maybe that voice, that's that voice of anxiety coming in and being like, well, what if? Most of your what if fears are probably geared towards like, what if my marriage is like my family's? What if my marriage is like blank and blank? What if this happens? What if this? What if that? What if this? And we always focus on the negative and we don't want to have, we don't want that. I think that's really important for to say, like, I never want our, what we're saying to make you feel uh, more like fearful of anything. Obviously what we're trying to do is obviously clear the path of like what this will look like. But at the end of the day, start asking those questions too of like, what if this was the best thing I've ever could do and this actually changed my life for the best? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like what if I actually have all the things that I ever want in a relationship and we end up getting married, when we get married, it's going to be those yeah. things and more, you know? You know, I think that if you're in a healthy relationship, it's the best thing that you can do is to get married. Yeah. If you're with someone who's good. Why? Say more. Why do, you, why do you feel like marriage? Why does it matter? Because you said, you said all, everything. No, but why does it matter to, why can't you still have that life without being married? Because two people can go further than one person. <laughs> so you can build something much bigger. You can build a much like better life with someone else than by yourself. And as you get to, like, as you're building this life, you get to share it with someone else and you get to share all these milestones and building history and and just having this emotional connection and component to your life Uh, and if you were by yourself it's fine you can build a great life by by yourself like a lot of single people have amazing lives and that's fine too but I just feel like for me, especially when we do all those things together like even just like moving to a new place or traveling going to new restaurants like all those things that we share together it just makes it so much more fun and like emotionally bigger because i share it with someone Mm. it's like oh i'm seeing something beautiful and i'm I'm like look this is beautiful and we can see we can see something beautiful together yeah when by yourself it's like oh this is beautiful and it's fine but I do feel like it adds another layer to to your life. It adds more life to your life. Mm. You know, it's like whatever you're, you're experiencing, you can share it with someone else. Yeah. And it just makes those experiences more intense. Mm-hmm. And I just like that. Also, obviously, I will say too, like when you're married with someone and like in, with a good person, you... Um, you're such a help for each other, you know, you're such a a big support for each other. And that's, that's something that's probably one of my favorite things. It's like, I know I'm not alone. If I'm going through something hard, I can always like share it with you Hmm. rather than like keep it in and like have to deal with by myself. 
Yeah. And again, I'm not saying it's not possible to deal with stuff by yourself, but it's always nice to have a best friend that's right there. And if you have something to talk about, you can talk to them about. Yeah. It's kind of the, the good, it's like the good, the bad, and the ugly you're experiencing with one person. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's, that's really special, especially seeing my parents, like we've gone through, like as, as a couple, we've gone through a lot, but as a family, we've gone through a lot. Um, and it's not like my mom is going to confide in me, right? Like, I don't think my, my, as a therapist, I do not think parents should be confiding in their kids on anything at all. I don't think that's healthy. Um, they need to be able, cause you guys are just a different power dynamic. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's a different podcast, a different podcast. I just, it's not that important right now, but, um, my, my parents could confide with each other. Like I, you know, like my, when my brother got diagnosed with autism, that was, that was a long like journey until he was able to kind of like be more independent. Um, mm-hmm. but that was, that was hard figuring out schools, school systems didn't even have like especially these programs like really built in when he yeah. was younger, which is crazy. And there was a lot of tears and a lot of like, oof, a lot of marriages break up from that. My parents stuck through it and they were able to like, that's another level of foundation that they're never going to be able to experience that with anyone else. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and then like financial struggles, like that was, just, that was its own thing with my family, mm. but they were able to experience that together and really be able to like be each other's best friends and champions and supporters through those times, you know, and really mm. build each other up during those times. And I think, I think what I love about marriage, even the, the most, is during those really vulnerable times, you have somebody who's able just to really hold you in those, you know. And um, you carry a burden together. You carry a burden together, and I know that we, you know, it's there's something really, really valuable in that. Of I can go to my friends for it for sure, but there is something really different about going there with you. I, I've, I've noticed that we've talked. I've talked about that with my other married friends too. There's just something different. Like I can go to my friends about it and really be vulnerable and cry and all the things. Yeah. When I go to you for it, it just feels like it just feels different. It's like I'm building something different with you, obviously. Because um, we also like because we share the same life. Mm-hmm. You know, we lead it. We we lead together our our lives together. Like my life is obviously we also have things that we like to do on our own. You know, we like there, there's things that we like to do by ourselves. But like the big picture, we're doing it together. Yeah. And, and I think that's something that's priceless and, and that's what also makes it, you know, different than having a best friend because mm-hmm. you don't really build your life with your best friend. Yeah. You know? Obviously I'm your best friend now, but I'm saying like when you're single and you say you have a best friend or you're married, you would say you have a best friend outside of your marriage, which is fine. Um, but it's not the same level, mm-hmm. but yeah, I guess. All that to say that marriage is good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> marriage and, is, is worth it. And we never want to paint that picture that like marriage is so much hard work. Yeah. And so much. And it is. But com- in comparison with like the good stuff, like the hard stuff makes the good stuff worth it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And without the hard stuff, you, you don't have the good stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't the, have, yeah. the, If you, you, you're willing to deal with the hard. But that's like. And that doesn't change whether you're whether you're single or married. If you're not willing to deal with the hard stuff, you know you don't get to experience the the, the good stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm. now you're doing it with someone else. It's real. And it's you're real. you're sharing a burden with another person when something hard happens, and then when something good happens, you're also sharing it with someone else. Like I said earlier, mm-hmm. and both ways, it just makes it better. It's really good. It's really good. And I think too, when, um, kind of the reason why, when I saw that real, it 
brought me just like maybe grief in my heart was too. It's just like, dang, you guys are, it's like, you, you are, they're painting a picture of, yeah, of like when it's hard, you move, you move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of just like marriage is so dispensable. I don't know. It's kind of just like easy, easy replaceable. It's not a big deal. Like, yeah. it's just like, eh, you can do, you can do it and it's not a big deal and you can get a divorce and get married again. Like, who cares? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's something that's so sacred. I, I see it as very, very sacred. We both do. And to make it as like, it's like a life, you know what I yeah. mean? It's like, yeah, whatever, kill them, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's, that's, that's very, like, as a life, as marriage, marriage is super sacred. And I, I don't want to ever put it in a picture. I, I think a fresh face when you put people put it in a picture of, like, it happens or it doesn't. And you get a divorce and it's like, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you're not like, people's lives aren't actually affected by that. You know what I mean? Or yeah your heart isn't as, as affected by that or even, you know, like there's, there's a lot to it. Um, and it is so beautiful and special and sacred. Mm-hmm. And what we, I, I think we need to continue putting it back on the sacred place of this is what we're entering into. This is something that's so beautiful and special yeah, and needs to be protected. Yeah. And it's not something where it's just like, eh. yeah. And so many people are like overlooking marriage, you know, it's like marriage is overrated. So, because of that, either people actually get married because, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I'll just do it, you mm-hmm. know, and it's, oh, it's fun. You know, you get the party, you get the ring, you get, you know, all that. And it's romantic. But then you have the opposite side of like people don't get married mm-hmm. and they just stay with someone, boyfriend, girlfriend for years because they don't see the value of marriage, mm-hmm. you know. So that's what you said. Marriage is sacred and it's beautiful and it's the you know the best um proof of love um yeah so i guess that's what we want to say is that marriage is sacred marriage should be regarded as sacred should be protected and should be valued um and it's not overrated Mm. it is when you have the good like perspective, the good understanding of what marriage is, you understand how important it is. Yeah. Yeah. So divorce sucks. It always sucks. When my parents got divorced, it sucked and it was terrible. And, and we were like, so like sad, you know, like, I mean, I remember when they announced it, we were like, we couldn't believe it. And we were really, really hurt. And it let my family to like go through really hard times Mm -hmm. um and i'm not celebrating my parents divorce like obviously good things came out of it but that's because god is good Mm -hmm. because god can turn something bad into something good like he makes beauty from ashes and that's great it's good but it's not because divorce is good that the good things came out of it (laughs) Mm. yeah that's really good yeah that's a good point i think that that's that that's the key right there like yes of course god can turn anything into good but yeah. what it does to you and your families and all the things it's like it's really hard yeah and i understand it in certain situations when it's necessary like good if you if, if there's abuse and all that and always are going to emphasize that and i think if you know us by now you know that that's like our heart and everybody knows us this might be your first time meeting us so um i always feel like i'll have to get that disclaimer um but yeah no i that that's that's really good and that is that's because it was just on my heart and i really wanted it to kind of like it's kind of like a little like if you guys were in if you were kind of having like coffee on a tuesday morning 
this is what we would talk about. I don't know. You know what I mean? I just feel okay. like it was like a really, I was like, I just wanted to share something that was on my heart. Yeah. And ideally if you were in here, you would talk back, but you can't, you can though in the comments um, and you can on a review or in our DMs. Cause I do yeah. want to hear what you guys' thoughts are on this topic, but yeah. Um, that's all we got. So we got, um, I guess we can talk about, it's still time to sign up for group coaching. Yes. Um, we're starting on January 27th, so it's still time, mm -hmm. but obviously, as you know, spots are limited and they're filling up and we'll let you know if for some reason, if it is full, we'll let you know in the beginning, like just getting full. Yeah. And if like it's full or you can also always like, if you don't see anything for it on like our Instagram or whatever, or on the link or whatever, you can always like DM us and maybe we can see if something is possible. Yeah, just DM us and see, obviously for sure. And obviously the link is, if it says full. Just DM us, but otherwise we'll be there for sure. Because both like the link and the email will be in the description. Perfect. Yeah. Um, but if you value if you value marriage too, and if this is if this is something that you vision for your life and you're yeah. kind of almost there and kind of like I, I feel a lot of anxiety, but I know I want to get married, this is a really good program for you. Even if you're single and you know you want to get married, but you know you have anxiety, yeah. This is a good program for you. Yeah. Um, a really good mentorship for you. And we can we'll put all the links and descriptions of that below. But it's It's almost coming and I'm really, really excited yeah. about it. Um, it's going to be really fun. But if you like this episode, don't forget to rate, um, subscribe, review, share, and share it. Like, comment, mm -hmm. subscribe. You said that already, but there's subscription on podcasts and subscription on YouTube. So, yes. <laughs> yes. yeah. Uh, thank you for watching. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. And we'll That's talk to you all next week. Love you all. Bye. Bye.